What's good, football fans? Welcome back to the Fourth and Mile podcast alongside my good friends, Freddie, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, so we are recording late Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night football, the uh, AFC Championship game just ended. Uh, Pat Mahomes, I think, was embellished that penalty a little bit, but still think it was a penalty, right, boys? I, no questions asked. I, I would be interested to know on that punt return, was it – I sent you guys a video – was that it that linebacker that put his arms up? No, there was a double team in which they got two inch shoved him. Okay, in the back. I did not see that one because I I thought the one that the one that I thought everybody was saying I did not think was a block in the back. The one where he put his arms up. If I'm but a Bengals fan, I am so well. mad just at the entire process. There was so many things that happened where it was just like an absolute head scratcher. Yeah, there were a lot of frustrating instances for sure. Well, let's talk about that game first. So we're recapping. So today's episode, recapping the matchups, talking about coaching updates. We're uh, recapping the tight end position. Then we'll put kind of a bow on fantasy. We might do one more episode next week. Um, But then we're going to talk a little bit about the 2022 draft and we're going to give grades to all the first round picks. So let's recap the game. Uh, We'll start with Kansas City. Kansas City won the game uh, 23-20 over Cincinnati. Game-winning field goal with eight seconds left. Um, we mentioned the refs. Let's just talk about the game in general. What did you think of this game? Obviously, it was a better game. We can go quick over the other one after. But thoughts on this game originally? One thing that I want to point out, and it's something that we talk about prime positions or what's a what's an, a position in the draft that means a lot more to people. Um, interior defensive line needs to start getting that credit. We talked about when the Vikings were eliminated. Who was the difference maker? It was Dexter Lawrence, right? Um, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, on the Super Bowl, who was the difference? Aaron Donald. Today, Chris Jones was all over the field as Agreed. a defensive tackle. So as a guy like Jalen Carter, he's going to get a lot of love come draft time because there are a lot of things you can do with interior defense alignment. That's a great call out. I, I'm going to change gears a little bit. I want to talk about the Cincinnati wide receivers. So both of them were really good today. Um, I guess my question is, how do they afford both of them? Like I, I, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase going to garner twenty-five mil a year by the time he gets his contract. T. Higgins is not far behind him. He he is a twenty-plus million dollar receiver. He's that good. Jamar, I think this, for that reason, it, I think for that reason, I could see T. Higgins getting traded to a wide receiver needy team in the off season here. Um, similar to what we've seen in just this past offseason. And the Bengals are going to get so much in return because T. Higgins is an absolute stud. Yeah, I, mean, I think Jamar Chase is close to a $30 million wide receiver. I would agree, so I, I would agree with that. 25, I think, is a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, low in my end. But that, that's fair. I would move T. Higgins up to them. I think T. Higgins is better than Jamar Chase. I, yeah, I disagree. You've had that opinion for some time. <laughs> um, Josh, you said a boatload. I, to me, it would be a first and a second for T. Higgins. I don't think it would get that much. You will. That's what they got for Devontae Adams. That's what the Packers and, did. And T. is significantly Adams. younger and still on a rookie contract. But he won't be. I think... I think... I think you're looking more of what, and I guess I think it was like a first and a third is what the Vikings got for Diggs. I think it's going to be more of that package. 
That's fair. It, it's a first round pick for sure. Yes, he is worth a first round pick. Any other thoughts on the game of the the Kansas City Cincinnati? Just hope Kansas City I mean, gets healthy. Like they had so many uh, people that were just like hobbled, and the receiving core was absolutely decimated by the end of the game. I'm just hoping that we can have some weapons uh, outside of just Kelsey. Um, and how great did Pacheco look? Holy cow! I think he's overrated. I, I think so too. There was at one point he was seven carries for 17 yards. I mean, he had 10, 10 carries for 26. I mean, I thought he looked solid when he when he had the ball in his hands. He did that run kicks. that he had, that that catch where he broke that extra play, that was impressive. Like, Maybe I'm just looking through rose-colored glasses because I got him on my dynasty team, but I thought he had a lot of juice when he got in the open field. Maybe not between the tackles, however. I think he's a backup running back. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, the, I, I have not tried to burst your bubble, uh, but like... It, bubble if, popped. <laughs> yeah, it, if... Kansas City wins it all this year, and for some reason, B. John Robinson's still there. If some team just doesn't want to take a running back, I would take him. Bold. Jameer Gibbs, too. Yeah. I, I still think they need a running back. So um, um, The only other thing I was going to add is I thought MDS was really, really good. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> I texted you guys that. That was the vision when you rank him as your wide receiver 30. But that's the uh, receiver I wish the Packers had. Yeah, fair. Uh Philly, San Francisco. I I don't know if we need to talk much about this. San Francisco decimated with injuries at the quarterback position. Um, and Phil I mean, credit Philly. They put up 31 points to against the San Francisco defense, but that defense was just on the field for so long. And they you could tell they're getting so frustrated too. You could just tell they're getting so frustrated because they're starting to commit some really dumb penalties um, when the game was starting to get out of hand. And um, I don't know, it it was kind of tough to watch because you're like, well, this 49er team is so talented and they just are on their fourth quarterback of the year. Like no team is going to be able to, you know, compete with that. I think that uh, Christian McCaffrey had a really good game. It's going to get kind of overshadowed just because they only had seven points, but uh, he played fairly well. I was going to mention that as well. It was impressive that they stayed in the game as long as they did, to be honest with you. And a lot had to do with, obviously, A, the defense, but McCaffrey was doing all he could to help. For dynasty purposes, I'm pulling up McCaffrey's age. How old do you think he is? 27. 27. 26. He is 26. So I think he's, he is still very much in his, his prime running back years. And he's got about two years left. Yep. I would agree. Any other thoughts on Philadelphia, San Francisco? Uh, not a. Okay, let's move on to some coaching updates. Um, the Carolina Panthers, they finalized their deal with Frank Reich. Uh, any thoughts there? Happy for Frank Reich. He, he deserves a head coaching job, in my opinion. That's cool that he took the program's first snap in their history in 95. I think that's a really cool tidbit that I didn't know um, until it actually happened. I think they are primed to trade up for a quarterback. Yes. No. I, I don't think Frank Reich's going to do the quarterback, the veteran quarterback route. Try doing it in Indy and it just didn't work. Uh, Houston, eyeing D'Amico Ryans as their head coach. I, I believe he might even be flying there this week to, I don't know if it's finalized. I The reports are interesting because they say like Houston, 
D'Amico Ryan says emerges the candidate for Houston. Is that reciprocated by D'Amico Ryan's or like, cause it's just a one way street. Yeah. Cause if, if he wants to go to Denver, Denver will take him. So I thoughts on D'Amico Ryan's to Houston, which sounds like it's news. I think it'd be a really good get for Houston. I told you guys that if I were, if I was Houston, I would look at getting Will Anderson with their second pick just because he's a defensive minded coach, build that defense up and get it ready for a quarterback. I think that's a good idea. I, th- I like that uh, thought process, and I don't think they're we're ready for a quarterback quite yet anyway. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it so much. If Bryce is gone, I think, I think for sure we'll get a better player. I think C.J. Stroud fits in better. If if they're going to run Shanahan's offense. Under they, center. I, I, I don't think they're going to run Shanahan's offense. Uh, I, that's, that's all I know. So that's why, or that's, that's where he's coming from. So that's why I assumed it, but, um, we'll see. I, I disagree with the edge rusher comment, but we get to have a lot of those conversations coming up. So I'm excited for that. Arizona, they have not hired a head coach. Uh, the four candidates that I am aware of, I don't think there's any more at this time, Sean Payton, Brian Flores, Aaron Glenn, and Ejiro Evero. Is it Evero or Evero? Evro. Okay. He seems like the favorite for, Evro? for me. Yeah. That's who I would take out of those because I don't want to give up a first round pick for a coach. I could not fathom that as a franchise. I'm still kind of interested why he's getting so much steam with that baggage of needing to give up a first round pick, which is like a He's a Hall of, of Fame a, coach. I get it, but I just, I don't know. I. Would like to give. Would you give up a, 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 a first round pick for Andy Reid? I'm not saying they're the same coach, but I'm saying they're offensive minded head coach. I believe they're both Hall of Fame head coaches. Like I, I could see Arizona. Well, I'm just saying, like as a fan base, uh, because like Arizona, they could pack it in this year. Kyler Murray's not going to play at the beginning of the year. I I don't know. I, maybe that first round pick isn't as valuable for them this year. That's just me trying to. It's a top five first round pick, so I, I don't think that they'll fathom doing it. Yeah, I just think it's a really tough pill to swallow. Like eating a first round pick for a coach. Jeremy, any thoughts on the head coach for Arizona? I think it's, and maybe this is me reading into it more, but like, I think it's tough. It would be tough to do that in any circumstance, but especially for a guy that retired, had a different job that he likes makes a decent amount of money at like I think that's tough to be like oh yeah let's give up a first round pick if you knew for sure yeah we got him five six seven eight nine years whatever I mean he could right. whatever he wanted yeah that's fair so you guys said Evero was probably your favorite for Arizona let's move to Denver uh the possible candidates right now Sean Payton Giro Evero um Raheem Morris D'Amico Ryans is still in the hunt there too um, and then Sean Payton as well, or no, I, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, Jim Harbaugh. They had a, a private meeting, um, with the owners of Denver. So, uh, thoughts on a possible head coaching candidate there. Seems like, uh, in my opinion, I think Jim Harbaugh would probably be the guy. I think he'd be a good fit there. I think it would be too. I agree with that. I like 
I'm curious what Jim Harbaugh is like wanting to do because I feel like he's changed his mind on wanting to go to the NFL, staying at Michigan like a handful of times the past 18 months or so, um, 24 months. So I'm curious, like, what has changed now versus last year? I don't think he was. I don't think anybody wanted him. Yeah, to be no, honest he, with you. Yeah, he came back committed to Michigan because the Vikings said, "Yeah, we don't. We're not gonna hire you." Well, I read the the report of his meeting with the Vikings. I heard it went terrible. Terribly, yeah. I I heard like he basically w- walked in, thought he had the job, told him he was gonna do all this stuff, and that he was gonna sign that day, and it, w- it was like a long day. <laughs> Left <laughs> out with, his, with yeah. between his legs. Yep, oh, no. exactly. So, um, that could have been the case here too, where he just didn't think he was gonna get a job, um, and now the Denver owner's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna offer you a job here so could be interesting uh the indianapolis colts but there's too many to track <laughs> i'll go through the list really quick you let me know if uh there's any that you that, that you really like uh jeff saturday he's had two interviews uh aaron glenn raheem morris shane steichen um Ajiro evero eric Bieniemy, D'Amico ryan's mike kafka wink martindale uh brian canahill brian callahan and uh, Rich Basaccia. What do they do? Is there a least? <laughs> yeah, is there is there like a least desirable job, like a head coaching job, if you're uh, looking at Indy? I don't know I why. Like, I feel like you have hope with other organizations' openings. I disagree. That you're to me, that's my pick. favorite. Yeah, that's to me, that's my favorite. I just don't know why they cast the nets so big. I, this is strictly speculation. But part of me thinks it's so. This is a rumor that Ursay likes Jeff Saturday, would yep. like that to potentially be the thing. Are they casting the net so wide that when they hire, if they hire Jeff Saturday, well, we we did our due diligence, we interviewed all these guys. And he just <laughs> I like it. How uh, I like Jeff Saturday. He's a Hall of Fame player, but it did not go well. No, I think didn't. that I think that Vikings game enough is is grounds for losing the job. There's no way they could, in my opinion, can give him the job. I'm sorry. He, he, I look at this list and he is my least favorite one out of all of them. I that could be harsh, but like, if I'm them, I say Shane Steichen, congratulations, you are our head coach. To to me, that's that seems like the shoe in. Him or Mike Kafka would be two interesting ones for me. Yep. I think I'd rather have Jeff Saturday over Wink Martindale, though. <laughs> I disagree thoroughly. That's so bad. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's talk Ryan coordinators. Dable, coach of the year. He is a coach of the year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's talk coordinators quick. Uh, you guys, let me know if any of these stand out. Vic Fangio, defense coordinator for Miami. Uh, Mike LaFleur, offense coordinator for the Rams. Uh, Bill O'Brien, the offense coordinator for the New England Patriots. Nathaniel Hackett, offense coordinator for the New York Jets. Kellen Moore is now out as the offense coordinator for Dallas. And Dan Quinn is staying as a defense coordinator for Dallas. So what stands out to you? I like this list. I think that there's a lot of good names on this list. Two surprising ones are one surprising and one that I like to talk about. Kellen Moore leaving as Dallas' OC is surprising to me. I really like the Hackett to the New York Jets. It makes a ton of sense. Even if they don't get Rodgers, 
the guy was a good coordinator. Some people are just not great head coaches, and and that's that's okay. And he's he was a really good offensive coordinator for the Packers. I just don't get well, that. Yeah, I. I it, it's interesting, right? Because look at what he did with Bortles, and obviously he was very coveted by players and coaches in Green Bay. And he just, to to Bradley's point, some people just aren't meant. And maybe he just wasn't ready. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know if he'll ever get out. And his quarterback didn't play good either. So let's not just put the blame all on him. Yeah, it definitely, he was the scapegoat, no doubt about it. And there's definitely blame to be put on him. But I agree. I don't think it should have been all of it. Um, So I, I think that's a good fit and a good hire. And the Kellen Moore one is extremely interesting to me too, because it, it's just weird the way things work in the NFL with coaches when this dude made it to the final stage or towards the final stage with the Panthers, correct? Like, I'm pretty sure he got a second interview. Like you're about to potentially be a head coach and now you're no longer, then then you lose your job. It just is interesting. It's crazy. They were top five offense two years in a row, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, their efficiency like, so dipped at the end of the year. I know that, like, fairly significantly. But what about Vic Fangio, defense coordinator for the Dolphins? I think it's a great hire. I think so too. And I personally, I think the Bill O'Brien offense coordinator signing is underrated too. Make fun of him at what he did in Houston, but got to be with Nick Saban for a little bit too. He's going to be good for Mac Jones. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. Sorry, it can't be worse. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, but uh, let's talk about tight end rankings. So we're doing our uh, normal superlatives. Um, We have our doc open. What what stood out to you this year um, from a tight end perspective? uh, This is going to be our quickest one talking about these this position. Uh, The position is not fun to try to predict. After the first like two or three, <laughs> you're you're not wrong. My Taking my take is on. Go ahead. I was gonna say my takeaway is every league should be tight end premium. Put a value on on the tight end position. Yeah, we yeah, talked about six point good. passing for quarterback. I I just think it's it's an interesting uh, twist of it. Little we, there, wrinkle. There was four tight ends that averaged double digit points. Four. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, yeah, part of what I was, my point was just betting on athleticism at the position. Um, so guys like, you know, Hawkinson being able to make a jump um, this year, obviously we couldn't have foreseen him getting traded to Minnesota, but he's a fairly athletic guy and not really banking on the Dalton Schultzes or, you know, Dawson Knoxes of the world that aren't really known for their athleticism and just kind of in great situations, not going to be able to make those giant jumps with their limited athleticism. Let's talk about as a consensus where we were wrong. I have a couple. I'll let you guys hear it. First one, Taysom Hill. I don't even know if we were considering him a, a tight end at the beginning of the year, but he was a tight end five. <laughs> And I'll go to his teammate too. We did not rank Jawan Johnson. It was a tight end eight on the year. They had two top eight tight ends. <laughs> it's crazy. That's ridiculous. For me, Ingram, we had him rank at 17. He was the top six fantasy tight end. That's a good one too. And he was really good this year. Yep. 
Kyle Pitts. We're not oh, doing this. This episode. We're just there not, it is. We're not there doing this today. We, we he got hurt. Look at his points per game while he played. He was still very bad. 6.2 ain't bad. Ain't bad. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you couldn't even get through that sentence without laughing. He'll be all right. <laughs> you will be all right. Any other ones that we were wrong? There's a bunch, but anyone you, any of them that you want to highlight? Not so much. All right, let's talk about where we where we got it right as a consensus. Travis Kelsey. That <laughs> boy, Jeremy. George we Kittle. We can take a victory lap on that one. We can. 100%. George Kittle was uh, tight end four on the season. We had him ranked at tight end four. Yep. Work boys. I had uh, Cole Komet finish as the tight end eleven. We had him at ten. He was on my list as well. We take those. We take those. Thank you, Bradley and Jeremy, for off- offsetting each other. <laughs> <laughs> Any other ones that we got right? All right. Any? Uh, it, individual... was, it was all pretty chalk after that. Okay. Uh, any individual rank that bugs you of your own? For me, it was Gerald Everett. I didn't even have him ranked. We ranked our, our top 20 tight ends, and I didn't even have him ranked. I did not see him fitting into the the Chargers offense the way he did uh, finishes the tight end 14. He started out a lot hotter than he ended the season. Um, but I mean, I still should have had him ranked. Yeah. Same thing for me, but with Njoku, um, I, he finished as tight end 10 on uh, PPR and I didn't even have him ranked. So that's, that's a big miss for me. I went with Evan Ingram. I, I, I should have seen the, the talent and the change of scenery. I think we all should have, but uh, I had him at 18. Not good. Yeah, and Ingram was on my list as well. I think the hard part was year after year, we wanted to keep putting him up there and putting him up there, and I think we kind of all just got sick of being wrong, putting him up there and, and being wrong, and you know, we were all kind of in that same boat again somewhere around that 17 range. Here's a name for you next year that could be that person. Irv Smith Jr. Yes. Could be in a new scenery. I mean, I think he he looks like he's lost a step a little bit, but he's still an athletic tight end. Um, could be a, in a change of scenery. So um, one more for me, Noah Fant. Wow, I thought the trade, at least he would have had some sort of fantasy relevance. It, it Sometimes he was like the tight end three there. This yeah. is just insane. Yeah. Insane. Not great. Uh, it's time to call somebody out. The best part of this segment. Who are we calling out? <laughs> I got one. I got one right away. I know it's I know it's gonna be. Yeah, you. Yeah. You need to be better. David yeah. and Joku, or as Jeremy likes to say, no Joku. Not ranked? Be better. I know. I'm glad I got ahead of it. I'm really glad I got ahead of it. I wish you wouldn't have, so I could have. I know you a little bit more. I know. I'll, I'll stay back with, with a franchise same, tag. I'll stay with the same player, um, Brady. You had Njoku way too high. No, I didn't. He was at nine. He finished at fifteen. That's a big jump. Njoku finished at fifteen this year. Yes. Yes. Half PPR. You know they played thirteen games, but. Don't. And I thought he finished better than that. So you got to be better. 
Um, I'm going to call out the person. He's the only one who had him in his top 10 or yeah, higher than 10 single digits. Jeremy, what were you doing with Cole Komet at eight? <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> I was talking about getting ahead of it. I really got out of it. We take those. I mean, in, that same breath, in that same breath, uh, Becker, Dallas Goddard, what are we doing? He balled out on a game-by-game basis. <laughs> and I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. You had him, you had him at 11. Nice. But on a, on a per-game basis, he balled out this year. And he had him the I lowest. Him at 11? Well, he finished at 12. So I know, but per-game basis, he held, it felt a lot better than that. Fellas, I got one for all three that I'm calling you out. Let's see it. What are we doing? Ranking Albert O. <laughs> Be better. It's a tough I don't care that it's 20. That's bad. It's tough out here. Be better. It's a take down. Uh, last one for me here, uh, Josh. Dawson Knox at nine. Yeah. I, I also yeah. had that one. That's, that one's tough. I thought there was a higher than, you know, there's a decent shot. He would be the second target in that offense, and that did not bear fruit at all. Nope. We're still, no. we still sticking with that Gabriel Davis, too, or no? Oh, no. No, no. All right, biggest tick down next year. Who you got? For me, it's Zach Ertz. Uh, coming off an injury, his quarterback is not going to be there to start the season, and he is not the youngest. So he's going to get a tick down for me. Uh, mine is Darren Waller. We don't know exactly what his situation is going to look like. Um, who his quarterback is going to be, and he is also not getting any younger. He is mine as well. Uh, yeah, you, that was mine as well. But bonus one, I mean, like not trying to poke the bear, be but like say Travis Kelsey and hop right? off. Oh, no, I was going to say it's it's, it's it's Kyle Pitts, right? Like, um, it's based obviously that his traits are there. If he has any sort of competency at quarterback, it's going to be really hard to move him too far down. But I mean, he does have to probably excuse me. What? (laughs) Des. Competency at quarterback. If he, if he, that's a double whammy. You can hop off. (laughs) He is he going to be your top four tight ends next year? Yes. Yes, hundred percent. Tier one. Let me let me can I can I call you out because this is the exact opposite of the Derek. This is the Derrick Henry, my version of the Derrick Henry that he's going to be not, like, no. drop off eventually. This is the exact same thing because eventually you're going to be right because he's too athletic that he's going to figure it out eventually. Just the same as I'm going to be right eventually with Derrick Henry that he's going to drop off at some it's, point. It's a little different because there's no guarantee that Kyle Pitts is going to be good ever. Eventually, Derrick Henry is going to retire and it's going to be bad. Our, our listeners it. won't understand it, but it's you and Byron Buxton. No! <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? No, yeah. okay. 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 Byron Buxton that, has had a ton football. of... Back to football. Back to football. Back to football. How dare you? I knew we were going to have this conversation today. I tried preparing for it. I'm still mad about it. The respect <laughs> is... wrong? Yes, you are. Bradley, Jeremy, am I wrong? Stock down. Kyle Pitts next year. I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm stock downing. Is all is all out of your top five next year? He might be five. 
He's don't hedge it. Yeah. Either it's a yes or a no. If yes, I had to say yes five. or no, no, then he's out of my top five. Yes. He is or is not. Is out of my top five. Okay. If I was ranking them right now, he would be five. Rather. He's out of my top five. All right, we got a clip. Jeremy, I'm keeping you out of the top five. I just, you've been on and off about Kyle Pitts. I just can't have it. <laughs> Either be one side or the other. You can't straddle the line. One that side or the other. Straddle it. That is not I straddling the line. He's all. That's not Tried getting him tight end three last <laughs> year. Just couldn't do it. Finally did it. That is okay. That was stock Jerry's up. Not stock up for line. next year. Who's stock God, up? You're... TJ Hawkinson. For me, it's Patty F. I, I can't wait to see what he does next year with, with Kenny Pickett. He He's a guy that I would take over Kyle Pitts. Okay, I have stock up for Patty F as well, and I have Hawkinson. I'd be fine with Hawkinson being over Kyle Pitts next year for rankings. Yep. I honestly, I, I, depending on what happens in the offseason for the Vikings, I think Hawkinson has a chance to be the tight end one drafted. That's disrespecting Kelsey. I understand that. But for me, he is above Mark Andrews. I don't know if that's bold. Wow. I thought I was going to be bold to say I think he has a shot at Q on tight end two this to be drafted. It would have been bold if you said QB2, which you almost did. But <laughs> uh, tight end two, I think, is definitely. I'm fine with tight end two. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't. I couldn't. I could not pull the trigger of tight end one. But So if if the Vikings roll in next year with Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, Jalen Naylor, Jalen Rager, and a third or fourth round wide receiver, he is my tight end one. Wow. Jalen Hyatt. Brady, I feel a, like that's super bold. An absolute target machine this year. Or he's, when he played for the Vikings. A, yeah. He was, a, yeah. He was I'm not gonna dis- I'm not gonna discount that. Or one and two for when after he got traded to the Vikings. Interesting. I mean, I I loved I love it, but I don't know if I'm there yet. I mean, I obviously I'm a homer, so like it's a season of hope now for us, but uh, <laughs> true. I, I said big, Goddard as well. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. Yep. Uh, biggest storyline heading into the off season. For me, it's centered around a guy that we've talked about a lot. It's, it's Kyle Pitts. Like, which Kyle Pitts are we getting in 2023? It's a guy that's since he was at Florida has had big name potential the entire time. He's been getting drafted high. He has not done anything. Since he's been in the league, he's been in the league for long enough and has not done anything. So we'll we'll see what happens coming into this offseason. I'm hopeful for him. I mean, he's a talented no, you're guy. Great, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. That's the big storyline for me. Uh, mine is the guy who had a, a bit of an inconsistent year, was ranked in the top six at the beginning of the year for us, is probably going to have a new home, and that's Dalton Schultz. Where is that home going to be? Different player. Master downgrade wherever he goes. Uh, my opinion. That. Uh, yeah. Uh, different player, similar storyline. Where does Darren Waller go? I don't think he plays for Las Vegas next year. Um, and then Bradley, what Bradley said, mine was, can Atlanta use their unicorn? <laughs> it's not a, if Kyle Pitts can do something. It's can Arthur Smith in Atlanta use the player they drafted in the top five? Like they should be. 
Yeah, my storyline was Pitts as well. Can I be right about Kyle Pitts not being good? Is that your storyline? Nope. I didn't say he's not. He's okay. just not performing. He's very talented. I'm excited to do some draft talk. Let's take a quick break and we'll get into the draft talk. Hi guys, this is Jeremy Becker from the Fourth and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at Fourth and a Mile Pod. That's Fourth and a Mile Pod. Thanks, guys. And now back to the sports. Welcome back into the Fourth and Mile podcast. Let's do some grading on the 2022 draft. Um, so we're starting to get into talking about the 2023 draft. So we're excited about that. Let's recap some things from last year's draft see what we thought of the draft picks and maybe how they did this year um, in the season. So starting with pick one, and just so everybody knows, it's a scale of A to, I would say, incomplete. Let's just uh, let's call it what that is. There's a couple incompletes. For I me. do have an A+. plus. I do as well. Yes, correct. Okay. Yep. A+. Plus. Yep. A+, plus is good. But A+, plus got to be 100%, correct? A plus is. Okay. Okay. Uh, at pick one, the Jacksonville Jaguars selected Trayvon Walker or Trevon Walker, edge out of Georgia. What kind of grade do we give? I gave this a B minus. There are things that he flashed where you're like, okay, you can see the traits, but he wasn't consistent and he was not the best defensive player, which is what you should have drafted. I, I gave the same exact grade for the same exact reasons, except for they passed up on the player that they probably should have taken, who has been better, who was better this year. I gave a, a B, not a B minus, but very similar reasons. Um, I I think the thing that is more promising is that you the flashes you saw came up kind of towards the end of the year. So maybe yes. that was kind of more to good shout. So that's why I gave it a B. I did as well. Um, I thought just the process, I th- we thought it was so odd that right before the draft, like a week before that betting odds on – Trayvon Walker being the number one overall pick, like skyrocketed. And so something happened in their front office where I think they just overthought it and didn't take the best defensive player available in Aiden Hutchinson, which I think was just obviously a mistake. Let's move to the Detroit Lions. What'd you guys give for the grade on Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher out of Michigan? Give this an A. Uh, An amazing pick. He lived up to the hype from Michigan, brought a spark to their defense. No question an A for me. Likewise. I gave it an A plus. Oh, good heavens. You're the easy grader, huh? He gets an A. He was not A plus. He gets an A. (laughs) Uh, Derek Stingley Jr., uh, cornerback out of LSU, was the Houston Texans pick at three. What'd you guys give for a grade here? Somebody else go first. I got an A minus. I thought he had a really, really great year. And I thought that he um, is a cornerstone for the defense uh, in the backfield that they desperately need, and they're going to start addressing other areas of that defense as well. Uh, I gave this a B plus. He, he was solid. It's just not the best corner in the draft. Yeah, I, I gave it a B. And, and not to say that he didn't have a good year. I thought he did. And he played a majority of the snaps, I think almost 100 of them, 100% of them. But, yeah, they, they – didn't take the best player at the position. Brady, can I guess what you're going to do? <laughs> Just based on your facial expressions, I'm going to say like a C plus. 
it was a C plus I gave him. <laughs> Goodness gracious! I thought he was That's fine. Cool. I I thought he was a good player. C plus. Is if we if we are going to drop Trevon Walker because they passed up on Aiden Hutchinson, you have to play that into account for your grade because the next player is an A plus. Sauce Gardner is an A plus player. He is a top three corner in the league right now. That's you fair. have to include that, that in your grade. I don't. I suppose that's a yeah, fair but point. DSJ was better than Walker was. Yes, and, and, and you I, also sorry. gave Walker a, a, a B minus, so there's no not warranted a C plus there. I misspoke. He played almost 100 percent of the snaps before he got hurt. My apologies, but I I thought he was better. To Bradley's point, he was better in comparison at the position to Sauce than Walker to Hutchinson. I, I understand I'm the hard grader in this group. That's fine. Jeremy's the soft grader. I'm the hard grader. Everyone else is just chalk. It's fine. Uh, Sauce Gardner, would you guys give everybody okay. four, four A pluses? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk Kayvon Thibodeau, edge out of Oregon. What'd you give him for the Giants? Uh, the player, uh, I gave him a B plus. He, he needs to mature a little bit. If you guys saw his tweet today, just don't don't do any of that stuff that's just you, you don't make friends in the league just play ball like you, you you were a pretty good player i gave him a b plus he had a lot of contributions to the field but there's a lot of off the field stuff that it's it's a little concerning the the snow angel the comments after the snow angels and then the tweet totally agree right. yep. that's All what right. I, I, I gave also. him for the grade too i it's sorry jeremy i that was part of the concern in the draft process too. That that's why people thought he would he would fall a little bit, but still a really good player. I still think he's he's still gonna be a cornerstone player for them. So I gave him a B plus. Yeah, very exact same thoughts I had. I had a B plus. Um, was a good player. Uh, had some injury at, at the start of the year that I think delayed some of his development. And by the end of the year, you saw sort of the best of of what he can show. But the off the field stuff is definitely the biggest concern with him. I actually give a B. Um, I thought just a top five defensive end. Tough grade. Let's not let's not act like it's terribly different than what you guys did. But I just thought maybe a little bit more production would be um, expected from a top five edge rusher. Carolina Panthers pick six. Iki Iquano. Can we have some sort of like objectivity here? <laughs> okay, bring it. Let's see it. Go for it. No, I want your grades first. I gave it a B. Hey, I gave he it a was, B too. <laughs> he, he was solid. He's going to grow into a really good left tackle. Having Frank Reich helps. I gave it a B minus. Okay. I, I gave it a B. Hear, I can't wait to hear about this next one. Evan Neal. What do we get for Evan Neal? C. That's I got I a C plus. Oh. That performance versus minus. the Eagles was really, really bad. What did I you thought give? it was the soft green. What, what did you give, Jeremy? <laughs> I gave a C-. And Josh, what would you give? C. Yeah, not great. Yeah, he didn't have a great year, but we don't have to go too much into it because we do still have 25 more picks. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons at pick eight took Drake London. Wide receiver out of USC, what would you guys give for a grade here? B-. minus. I also gave a B-. minus. I gave him a B. I thought that he showed – just the sheer ability, first and foremost, and I think in your rookie year, that's what you are just wanting to figure out if he's he can be a guy or not, and I think he can be. 
I gave a B minus two. I thought there was plays he left out on the field, especially towards the second half of the year. Uh, I I saw a couple plays um, when watching them where maybe this is my Ritter glasses on, where I thought he probably should have came down with some of those passes. Um, but I still think, obviously, he probably wasn't the best receiver in this. He for sure was not the best receiver in this rookie class, but still has a lot of potential um, in Atlanta. So let's go to pick nine, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Charles Cross, the offensive tackle from Mississippi State. I gave this an A minus. Oh, I got it a B. I I also had a B. He had some struggles throughout the year, as most rookies do, but they definitely have their answer at right tackle. Left tackle, but uh, yes, I gave a B. <laughs> Jeez. They do a right tackle too with Abraham. You guys Lucas, that so. hard on him, huh? I thought he was a staple for their offensive line. He, he was fine. I literally wrote B. left, still said right. So <laughs> crushing it. Garrett Wilson, I picked ten. The New York Jets. It's got to be an A for me. I thought he had a spectacular rookie year, um, borderline um, rookie of the year, and especially given his quarterback situation, I thought his performance was spectacular. He's an alpha. I gave him an A. I also had an A. I had an A minus. Oh, good. What are we doing? It's an A minus. You can't get mad. Brady, Brady, you cannot get. Brady, you can't. You can't get mad at people for giving great grades and them not being tough grader, and then they want to argue. Would they make when they give the wrong grades? That's why we do this podcast is to call people out. We're not going to sit here and act like that's that's a good grade. That's a bad grade. That's disrespectful. Not disrespectful. That's an A. A No other offensive player should have an A for you. All right. Okay. Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. If you gave him an A, it's not right. Uh, I feel good about a B plus. I think a B plus is perfect for him in his rookie year. I gave a B plus. I gave a B. I gave a B plus. Brady, you're wrong. B plus is perfect. Stay healthy. Anyways, uh, Jamison Williams, pick 12. The Lions trade up for this one. Uh, did they okay, give a grade? Did he, or did he give incomplete? a grade? Yeah, that's what the great question. I gave it an incomplete. I thought about yeah, giving I, it a D minus just because the I, Lions stink. <laughs> I, I gave it a D slash an incomplete. Just He didn't really flash a ton in the time that he did play. Um. And the so only time he did something is when the out. Vikings decided to leave him 30 yards wide open, and he still exactly. looked like he struggled to catch that ball. I gave exactly. him a C minus. Obviously, I that was this was my highest graded wide receiver coming out, so there's it's not like totally lost. I'm just giving him a C minus based on his 2022 season. Yep. Pick 13. Philly took Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle from Georgia. What was the grade here? B plus. Would you have rather? Okay, Jeremy, go ahead. I had a B plus. I, I, I didn't think he's been as good as he started. I thought he started really well, and he's definitely he definitely fell off in terms of his performance level. Um, but I also think he had a lot of good players around him. Where I don't know if he needed to flash as much. It's a good point. I gave him a B. Gave him an A minus. <laughs> I thought he was fantastic. He was good when he played. He got oh, hurt. Just such an e- you are such an back. easy grader. Like I'm not. Like he 
impact player. Like, yes, he is a good player. He's going to be good for them. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at pick 14 took Kyle Hamilton. Safety out of Notre Dame. What you guys give for a grade here? A. I also gave him an A. I didn't think he was perfect all throughout the year, but he showed a ton of versatility, which is what we all thought, obviously, was part of the reason he was, you know, coveted. Uh, but he, he's going to be a special piece of the defense. I gave an A as well. He Obviously, pro football focus is not the end all, but he was the number one graded safety for pro football focus. So, Clean sweep. A's all around. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the Houston Texans, our favorite Houston Texans, drafting a guard by the name of Kenyon Green. From Texas A&M, what you guys give for a grade here? B. It was fine. I gave a C minus. I thought he was bad. <laughs> I, also I, I got a C. A <laughs> the, the, the big shining spot for him, though, is he's only 21, I think, correct? Like, yeah. So it's not you know, the end of the world. Like gotta be doing gonna... something right if Damian Pierce is running well. It's fair. Could have had Zion Johnson. All right. Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the Washington Commanders, John Dotson, wide receiver Penn State, what'd you guys get for a grade here? I mean, let's give it, I'll, I, I'll give it, I gave him a B. I thought he actually really impressed us here. I, I almost thought it'd be plus too. I'll give him a B. I also went with the B. I feel pretty good about the player. When he was playing, he was he was pretty efficient. I had a B I minus. Had a I had a C plus. So oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every, yeah. The Chargers. Pick seventeen, Zion Johnson. Guard. Boston College. B minus. No way. <laughs> it was fine. You gave Kenyon Green a better grade than yes. Zion Johnson? Yes. Wow. I gave him an A minus. Really? Yeah, he was good this year. He was fine. I, I gave him a B, but I gave him a B as well. A higher grade or a lower grade than Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Traylon Burks. I was debating between C plus and B minus, and I went with B minus. I I was between C plus and C, and then you realize that they traded AJ Brown for this pick. Had to be a C. That's a not fair. fair. Not fair that's that fair. It, like that he has to be compared to that, but that it's Justin Jefferson gets compared to Stephon Diggs all the time. And he lived up to that hype. So I I also had a C and very same reasons it's it's unfortunate but they made the move hoping and again nothing it's to our listeners like we're not saying this is locking them into the rest of their career by correct i think at the point in time see pick 19 (laughs) new orleans saints trevor penning bradley the floors bradley what do you got (laughs) let us hear it what do you got d yep I would have bet a decent amount of money that would have been. It's an incomplete. He was hurt. (laughs) I gave him an incomplete. (laughs) I don't think he played, though, until like after like week 11 or 12, I think it was. He missed like the whole year. (laughs) 
<laughs> they had such a bad draft when you think about how much they traded. They made the Philadelphia That's a really good point, though. Like geniuses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's cringe. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, pick 20, Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett. I was surprised by this one. I gave a B plus. I, I think they have their quarterback. Yeah, okay. I do cool. too. I was I was impressed. I give a B. I I, I I'm give him not a B. sold. I'm not sold. I, I think it was. I think I think they made the right decision. They have a quarterback that they they have an answer now at the quarterback position, at least in the short term, which they didn't have prior to the pick, and he was fine. I think they have their long-term answer. I'm going to be honest I with you. Too. I think he fits perfectly with what Tomlin wants to do. He improved throughout the the course of the year. I mean, they were winning ball games. They, I mean, they were one. Was it Dolphins loss away from making the playoffs after yep. starting really bad? I mean, they. Yep. I, I was impressed. Uh, was pick sick. twenty-one. Pick twenty-one. The Kansas City Chiefs. Trent McDuffie, corner out of Washington. What'd you guys give? If he wouldn't have gotten yep. hurt, I, I if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, Josh, you said B. I gave B plus. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt, it probably would have been A minus. He had a pretty good year this year. He did. And even today, he, he made a lot of plays out there. I gave him a B plus. Yeah, I had a B um, prior to the game. Then I was watching the game. I'm like, dang, man, I probably should have rated it higher. <laughs> give him B plus. Throw that plus on there, huh? Hey, you've you've uh, you've been at a, a stretch for a tough grading, so I am very interested to know where we're at here. Pick 22, the Green Bay Packers, Quay Walker. Jay Bax, let's hear it. I gave him a C. Wow. I thought D plus for me. What'd you say? What did you say? D plus for me. Really? I I said C too, but then we started having the conversation about Kayvon Thibodeau having off the field issues. Quay Walker has on the field issues that are causing his team games. And I, I respect, I totally respect what he tweeted after the game and said, like the emotions got the best of me. Can't happen. (laughs) It cannot happen in the NFL. So, uh, I, I think he's ultra talented. You see him on the field. He looks apart. He is athletic. This, again, for me, this is not uh, end all be all. I think he still has better football ahead of him. Um, but for right now, I went D plus. I, I went with the B. I was I was impressed from week one to week seventeen. I thought he made a lot of growth. And more often than not, you saw number seven around the football. And as a linebacker, that's what you like. What did you give for a grade? B. What did you give Tibbs? B plus. Can't happen. Check, that that can't out? happen. It does check not out. check out. That does Why? not check out. Not, I, I gave a C plus. Becker, what was yours again? C? A C. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Oh, this was my guy. Kair Elam. C minus. <laughs> it was not. It was not very good. <laughs> I gave him a D plus. <laughs> yeah, you just had to, you had to, you had to do that, huh? <laughs> it was probably a C minus, so I put a D plus next to Quay Walker's name, huh? <laughs> I was saying that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, went C-. I just wanted to C. Yeah, it's just it's kind of tough when you lose. I still though. believe in the player. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, Dallas Cowboys. Tyler Smith. Bradley, eat your words here. What what'd you give for a grade? I gave him a B. What? Wow. I gave him an A. Yes, he gave A minus for me. I had a B plus. 
That's disrespectful. I thought he was sliding. Are you on a different grading scale? Offensive defense here? What? Is there a curve? Are the defensive players a little bit smarter so they are graded on a curve or what? No comment? You can just proceed to the next player. Okay. Josh, what was your grade? Uh, for Tyler Smith, that'd be plus. Okay. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum at pick 25 for the Baltimore Ravens, center out of Iowa. What'd you guys hear, give for a grade here? I'm nervous. I, am I not the hog molly expert? What did you give a D? For, a minus for C plus for, <laughs> for, for Linderbaum? Linderbaum. Bradley, what are you doing? This, come on. This is my guy. B plus. C plus. He got pushed around quite a bit. They were not that efficient on offense. He was one of the best. I give a B plus. Give A minus for Linderbaum. I thought he was good. He struggled a little bit in the pass blocking, but he was one of the best run blocking centers. Yeah, pass ball to win. In Baltimore, that's. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Run, run. Oh, yeah. The New York Jets uh, just okay. The New York Jets pick twenty six. Jermaine Johnson, Edge, Florida State. What'd you guys give for a grade here? C plus. C minus. I gave it a C. I gave it a B. He didn't play more than fifty percent of the snaps in one yeah. game. For a first round mm-hmm. pick, that's pretty tough. Didn't he grade out all right, though? I don't, I don't remember. I, th- I thought I was looking at something where he was. He, he disappointed for what I thought he could be. I think he only had like two and a half sacks. Um, two and a half sacks, and he played like 30% couple, of the snaps. A couple TFLs. Like, it wasn't anything noteworthy. He was not a factor. Can we just call what it is? We need to get him a different number to 52. <laughs> 50, 52 is not going to get the job done for an edge rusher, right? He needs to go back to single digits. Or 11. Sure. I think he's 11 at Florida State. Yeah. Uh, pick 27, Jacksonville Jaguars took Devin Lloyd. Good player. B plus. B for me. I, I gave him a B. He's, he's got to figure out the missed tackles thing a little bit, but he still had a ton of them. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Kind of an older prospect, though, so you were kind of expecting him to be able to be a little bit more finished, so... I, I give it a B minus. I mean, he did he did a ton of really good things. Don't get me wrong. Like, how old is Devin Lloyd? Twenty four. I guess he's a little bit older. That's probably fair. Was, yeah, a little yeah. older. Yep. Uh, pick twenty eight. Green Bay Packers. Devontae Wyatt. This one's a little better. Or was it not better? I I put C minus. Why was it deep? I gave D plus for Quay Walker. So for me, it was better. J Bex. I gave him a C again. I thought when he played and he was given an opportunity, he was solid. It just took a while for him to get there. Yeah, I got a C plus. Pretty. What did you give him? A B minus. Really? Well, he's fine. He he was good when he played. He just didn't play until like the end of the year. <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots, Cole Strange, Chattanooga. Uh, this the is guard. one of the bigger upsets in the first round from out of left field. What did you guys give for a grade? B plus. I gave a C plus. I got a B minus. I gave a C plus. 
Uh, Kansas City, their second pick, George Karloftis, edge out of Purdue. A minus. He was very good this year. I did as well. I had an A minus. I did B plus. B plus for me as well. Plays with an absolute motor. You saw it today, too. Like, I mean, his moves, he might not be the most refined player, but he's going to one rush in his lane. He's strong as you know what. Um, so, yeah, good player. Pick 31, Cincinnati Bengals. Dax Hill, safety out of Michigan. What you guys give for a grade here? I thought he looked solid. I thought it was a B. B minus. B as in boy or D as in dog? Boy. Boy. I gave a C minus. <laughs> I, I also gave a C minus. And this is a dude I, lo- I loved. He just, they didn't use him that much. Like he, a, a lot, a bulk of what he did was special teams. Cam Taylor Britt is good. Their second round pick. He's a player. Running out with the Minnesota Vikings, pick 32, Lucene. Incom- yeah, it's got to be incomplete. Yeah, you just hope. I gave it a, I gave it a C minus um, just for when he was there because like he showed flashes of athleticism, but he didn't play on the field. Obviously, you exonate the rest of the season when he got hurt, which was very early in there. I think it was within the first five games. But when he was out there, he wasn't playing defensive snaps. Yeah, I, and you maybe even could go a little bit lower if you were like projecting how the season was going to go yeah. before injury. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he comes back for our sake. One's got to go. So it's the kind of coaching mold you would want to hire or which one you wouldn't want to hire. Um, so a young offensive-minded head coaching candidate, um, a young defensive-minded head coaching candidate, uh, old offensive-minded head coaching candidate, or like a, a special teams kind of like a, a player's coach type of candidate. Which one's got to go? So does, does that make sense for the ones that we're looking at? Yeah. For me, the one that's got to go is a special teams coordinator, players coach. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the one that would go for me, too. My bottom two was that one and the defensive-minded. I I will do the, the players coach, special teams. Let's rank them. So which one would you want the most? Young offensive-minded. No question, yeah. A young offensive-minded head coach candidate one. I'll take the old offensive minded offensive or offensive candidate two, then young defensive minded, and then special teams. So I went young offensive minded, young defensive minded, old offensive minded, and then the the special teams slash players coach. I'm gonna throw a curveball. I think I'd rather go old offensive minded, young offensive minded, young defensive minded, special teams. Just disrespect for the KOC, our head coach. It's number two. You get look at people like Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, guys like that have Ooh, made Sean Payton. Made yeah, yeah, right. Sean Payton. You also have guys like Frank Wright in there. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all. It's not all roses and sunshine, but my uh, mine was young, offensive minded, old, offensive minded, young, defensive minded, and then special teams coordinator, players coach. I like it. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth and Mile. Thank you so much for joining us. Go deep, and we'll see you.